as often as I encounter it, I am still stunned and just psychologically flattened by the degree to which we live in such separate worlds. And I am heartened that God told us about spiritual blindness and has warned us against it, and it's evident in the Bible. This is a this is from CNN, and it's about the shooting in Colorado. And the CNN host has a man on TV who is pretending to be a woman. And this man likes to be called Natalie. And this man's in a black blouse and has dyed blonde hair parted in the middle and ridiculous makeup on his face. And this is what the CNN hosts is asked. It said that it turns out this, this Colorado Springs, this, this murderer, alleged murderer, says he's non-binary and asks this man who is pretending to be a woman about that. I think that's um, complete ludicrous. <laughs> um, I believe they're just saying that because they want to have um, the easy way out on this. Um, that's really, really um, offending, especially being a transgender woman myself, that a male, which it was obvious with the mugshot, that's a man. That that's a man telling us it's ludicrous that another man wants to be non-binary. And it doesn't end there with this man who CNN decides to pretend is a woman. Then, in Qatar, talking about some of the protests over Qatar and how they treat same-sex attracted people and people who have been conned or are confused about their biological sex, David Zirin uh, from Edge of Sports joined the panel. Um, you write this um, for MSNBC. We can express solidarity with the LGBTQ community of Qatar and express solidarity with the women and migrant laborers who died while helping Qatar look presentable for this World Cup and link Qatar's oppressive laws to a broader international trend toward right-wing authoritarianism that currently stalks the United States. We must start seeing these revengeous movements as global. That means our movement must be global as well. Um, I, I agree with everything you write here. How did it come to be that we are lifting up the opposite? We are lifting up Qatar. You, you know, I, I'm reminded strongly of, of the period during the Cold War where the U.S. was lecturing about human rights to the Eastern Bloc. And the response was always, how are you lecturing us? Look at Selma. Look at Jim Crow. Mm. That was mm, she says. And he goes on to compare Colorado Springs to the Taliban. And America to the Taliban and how same-sex attracted people are treated here. And yet, a man who pretends to be a woman is on CNN saying it's ridiculous that a man pretends to be non-binary. There's so much more to this. In courtesy of friends at Soda Weight Loss, sodaweightloss.com will begin to explore it. 
Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Amazing. Watching uh, this weekend the protests in China, and I didn't see, maybe I missed the part, where the figurehead stepped out to support the protesters. Did anyone happen to come across that? where the figurehead stepped out in support of the protesters in China. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. They're protesting the the, the stay home, stay safe because of a flu thing. So, of course, you can't step out and support that, support those protesters because they're wrong. Have you seen the footage in China of these, uh, these camps they're building for people's safety? And it appears to be, uh, I mean, there are these little tiny trailer houses and it appears that it could house 85, 90, maybe 100,000 people. But it's for their safety. So, so no support for that. And, of course, um, we'll talk about Cutter and soccer to no end. And at least the, the Mockingbirds this weekend did, did mention online the protests in China. But you think that could be bigger news. Just side by side, watching the reports of these two, uh, these these two murders, and side by side, how each of the alleged murderers is treated is once again separate world, and once again separate consumption of facts. I don't know that I've ever seen a more broadly distributed picture of a guy who got beat up after going in and, and murdering and trying to bun- uh, murder a bunch of other people. I should say allegedly, legally, we have to say that. And this is being celebrated. Okay. <clears throat> hey, people bravely stepped in and stopped this guy from murdering people, and he took a beating. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's, that's perhaps he should have had more. Revenge is mine, saith the Lord, though. Then the shooter in the Walmart, who is, well, let's see, he's black, and the shooter in Colorado, the, the I should say murderer, the, we don't say stabber, is black and had a manifesto, and I'm not seeing a lot of focus on that. And that's, that's of course, none of it accidental. And my difficulty in not loathing the American Mockingbird media grows. So we'll dig in further to this about the manifesto in the case of the guy who murdered co-workers at Walmart. Incidentally, apparently he was a supervisor. And I don't see any questions about the race of the victims. Maybe they were all black, but then again, I don't see any pictures. Because I know if it was a white person and the victims were black, we all know what would be going on. I wonder if the media is aware of, of how much utter damage they cause every single day of their lives. The Mockingbirds. I find it difficult to pray for them, I have to be honest. Hey, there is um, no doubt uh, so much coming in the way of chaos 
um, particularly around inflation and bonds. And recently, Zach Abraham, you know, he's my brother. He's the chief investment officer, Bulwark Capital Management, host of Know Your Risk Radio, asked, asked uh, was asked, he said, what's, what's the number one, number one concern with people's investments right now? And he's continued to say inflation. He's continued to say, you could be taking a great big risk if you are relying on the 60-40 stock bond mix. Uh, I don't, I don't blame him for saying that. He's right. He knows far more about this than I do. It's just why I work with him. And if you're concerned about inflation, inflation, particularly now that there is, oh, the 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 railroad strike is back. Uh, that that's that specter is on the horizon. Mayor Pete, who has his job because he is same sex attracted and was once a small town mayor and had a handful of of votes to hand to the figurehead. He's all over it. He's hapless. So with that on the horizon, even more chaos. Um, Have you gotten Zach's booklet yet? Did you know about this? So you can get a booklet from Bulwark Capital Management called Common Sense Investing. They'll send it to you for free. And this could be a great buildup as you now in the next, you have less than 30 days uh, to get in touch. No, it's not, not, not less than, just, uh, just about 30 days to get in touch with Zach and see if your portfolio will withstand the chaos economy. So do a twofer. Call 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK and ask for your copy of Common Sense Investing. You can also get it at knowyourriskradio.com, but also get a call. Get a call with the Bulwark Management, Bulwark Capital Management team, and see if your if your portfolio will survive the risk of the chaos economy. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor representative, Trek Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. So this is this um, this this man who pre- gets to pretend to be a woman on CNN. I want you to hear the whole exchange. Uh, well, it's not the whole thing, but it's about a minute and a half of the exchange. And then I'm going to provide after that an example of what you could do just to just to test this theory. And what I'm going to do is provide an example of a black person being brought on to answer for the shooting uh, in Colorado. Natalie, when we started the show, we just got, we got a little bit of news earlier that the attorneys for the shooter um, are now saying that the shooter is non-binary and the the shooter uh, would like to use the pronouns they, them. And this is for the court in all court papers. And that's what um, Anderson all... Aldrich's attorneys are saying. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that's um, complete ludicrous. <laughs> um, I believe they're just saying that because they want to have um, the easy way out on this. Um, that's really, really um, offending, especially being a transgender woman myself, that a male which it was obvious with the mugshot, that's a man. That's not a non-binary person because in no way, shape, or form could they appear as a woman the next day. Um, It's really offensive to even hear that, that they're playing that role. Um, And if they're non-binary, why would you go after the club where you feel safe at? Why would you do that to a community where you are welcomed in if you are non-binary? Excellent. 
point. Um, people shoot and stab and kill when they're sick in the head. People like them all the time. The number one cause of death of young black men is young black men by a long shot. And the number one cause of death of young black babies is young black women and men, to be fair. And perhaps black abortionists. It's chilling that this person gets to transmit this lie across CNN and he doesn't look the least bit like a woman. Not, not a hint like a woman. He looks like a dude with long hair and badly applied makeup and a very practiced whisper of a voice because that's how women speak. So this would be very much like if CNN had brought on, let's say, a black person. And let's say that it's a racial grievance shooting. Well, it doesn't have to be. Let's just go with the, the, the Walmart shooting. So there were two shootings. This is the Walmart shooting uh, that occurred. Um, and it was, it was done apparently by a guy named Andre Bing. I don't like to say their names, but there were two shootings. I don't like to say the names of, of mass murderers. And he had, this is in Chesapeake Bay or Chesapeake, Virginia. He was a manager walked into the break room of a Walmart, not Walmart's fault, I think, and started shooting people. He had a list of people he wanted to target. He murdered Lorenzo Gamble, Brian Pendleton, Kelly Pyle, Randall Blevins, Tanika Johnson, as well as a 16-year-old boy who not, had not yet been identified. Um, and, of course, we'll come out with the, oh, he was on our radar the FBI will get to that. But the, the, the complete different treatment of this. Now, this would be like if CNN brought someone on to comment on this and CNN was to say, um, people on the right are trying to make an issue of this man's race. What do you think of that? And a black person could say, well, I'm looking at him and he's not black. I'm looking into his soul, and there's just, he's just not black. He doesn't have blackness. So he's white adjacent. It's clear to me he's, he's white adjacent. And it's just pasting on this, this, this pretense. And I wonder to what degree Satan just absolutely loves saying, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take half the people who simply have have forgotten God's law or won't read God's word or hate God's word or, or have been conned into believing God doesn't exist. And I'm, I'm going to have them live in a completely different world. Because the reality is, in both of these cases, you have broken people. You have dead people and hurting people and you have injured people and you have broken people at the center of this. When your response to not being respected at the workplace is to murder your colleagues, you have been broken into a terrible sin problem. And now you have perhaps cemented your fate. Perhaps you will not ever, well, God can forgive you. He's anxious to do that. You can be redeemed. But you may die before that. It's a painful thing to think that people who do something like this can be redeemed. 
But look no further than the thief on the cross at the last minute. The Lord Jesus took not, yeah, he, he had pity. And the thief on the cross asked to be saved. And the Lord did that. But these guys may not get there. And the separate treatment. This has been a tough week for the Mockingbirds because they can't grab a narrative. They were going to go with the guy hated people who pretend to be non-binary and people, men who pretend to be women and and people who are same-sex attracted. And and man, they were anxious to run with that. Well, that that got messed up when the lawyer says this guy is pretending to be non-binary or has been conned into believing he's non-binary. And then they got to his dad. The Colorado shoot, the Colorado alleged murderer's dad, they got to him. And I, it seemed to me he was anxious to go on camera. Just as this video from this man who likes to call himself Natalie and pretend to be a woman, just as that proves the opposite of what CNN thinks it proves a, a, an excellent point. It proves the utter emptiness of the transgender lie. That now the standard is to be non-binary, you have to look like a, you have, if, to be non-binary as a man, you have to be able to look like a woman the next day. But, but no, anyone can say, I'm neither man nor woman. What did you, I said non-binary. I'm neither man nor woman. Why would I need to look like any of them? I'm nothing. Oh. Oh, I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. Wow. It's almost like stealing people's true identity created by God in his image It's almost like that has dread consequences. It's almost like the theft of that identity and the installation of fakery, it's almost like it's not good for people or or a nation of people. But yes, 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 the guns. Yes, the guns. Yes, the, the, the inanimate objects. CBS got around to finding the alleged murderer in Colorado, uh, his father. I should say his dad. And they talked to this man and they think they're making a point. And perhaps they are, but I don't think they've made the point they think they've made with this, this man. There was a shooting involving you know, multiple people. Right. And then I thought they were on going to find it's a, a gay bar. Yeah, right. And, and, and I was like, oh my god, is he gay? As a scare, I was like, oh my god, shit, is he gay? Hmm. And he's not gay, so it's like this. So well, you guys had had conversations about that. You you were Oh yeah, so like, you, 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 I was you adamant. Him, yeah, you were adamant that gay is I was gay is bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm a Mormon, I'm a conservative Republican, and we don't do gay. We don't do yeah. gay. We don't do gay. Yeah. I can't get answers from the attorneys really, but they're saying that some of these you know this involving a gay bar or some shit, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the heck you do if you have a gay bar. Um, I don't know what to do. Well, he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. In Colorado. Okay, well, well, that's how shit. I'd be accused of doing that. I, I, I'm surprised he's not gay. I don't know if I can say that, but he's not gay. <laughs> 
Those are really difficult words to hear. And if you watch the video of the man, it's making a point that the Mockingbird media doesn't know they're making. Um, the man is relieved that his son is not same-sex attracted, but not particularly concerned that he killed those people. And of course, I'm a conservative Republican, I'm a Mormon. Are you? I, I think there's so much more to that scene and so much more that the Mockingbird media, the point they think they're making, it's not the point that's been made. And it is a further tragedy if you're watching that guy, and perhaps you could hear it in his voice. Perhaps you've seen the clip, or perhaps you recognize the voice, that type of voice, particularly if you've lived in the separate country of Seattle or Portland or Austin. The... Um, the soda weight loss protocol now that's now that Thanksgiving is over. And I look last week, we talked about the fact that um, dropping unwanted fat during the holidays um, is people will shy away from that. Well, no, I mean, I need to eat. It's Thanksgiving. And, and I was making the, 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 the point that soda weight loss can help you know how to do that. But Christmas is coming up. So if you put on five pounds during Thanksgiving, five pounds of unwanted fats, and then Christmas comes and another five to seven comes on, you start the year with an extra 12 to lose, uh, to get rid of. And look, this is not an easy haul for people. And I'm thinking about a young woman I saw in the gym, and you would not believe what this young woman can do with a very large body size and extremely large and by the way she is a ball of fun i get to talk to her afterwards she's an enormously fun and and, an accomplished young woman and none of the, the the extra body weight the extra fat has held her back except that she shared with me it's just the toughest thing that killing it in the gym is one thing, but the unwanted body fat is another. And she, she, she seeks a gym where there's great coaching. And just undeniably great coaching at this gym she was at. The coaching in losing unwanted body fat, it's, it's with soda, it's not just the foods, it's not just the weigh-ins, the accountability weigh-ins, it's not just the nutritionists, it's that they know. I'll give you an example. You know, this has been a tough season for me at the gym. I had the shoulder injury and recently had this nagging little injury in a, in a muscle called the gracilis, which is the upper groin. I injured that again going, going uh, backpacking with a friend. I slipped on ice and now I've got this great big blue thing on my uh, inside of my leg. It's, it's purple. It's crazy. It's been a tough season. But I consulted with people. Hey, what can I do during this injury? What are the things that are safe for me to do? They told me and they're right. I don't, I don't need to stop working out. Why did I consult them? Because they know this so much better than I do. If you've tried to drop the unwanted fat and it has not worked, please don't put on more during the holidays. Please just get with Soda Weight Loss at sodaweightloss.com. They know the valleys. They know the hills. They know the signs of when the body is going into weight loss shock. They know when the body's rebelling. They know how to get it out of the rebellion. They've got that locked after all these years, and the Google reviews show it. 
well over 7,000 reviews. Five stars is perfect. Their average is 4.8. It's Soda Weight Loss at SodaWeightLoss.com. Stands for state of the art. SodaWeightLoss.com. So the, the alleged murderer in Colorado, they find his dad. And this is the judgment I'm making based off of human uh, observation of many, many years of people like this. I'm pretty sure, I'm guessing, this guy has had, or maybe still does, a severe, severe drug problem. And if he doesn't, then I apologize deeply, but something's wrong. In my judgment, it's the slurring of the speech, it's the body language, it's the uncontrolled head movement, and again, I apologize if I'm wrong, but it appears to be, to me, to be a meth thing. Now, have I gone and read all this background? No. I want to know why. I want to see what I can observe with my own eyes. I want to see what the media is showing me because other people aren't going to do show prep. <laughs> That's not a natural thing. Trust me. <laughs> Some of my friends say, what are you doing later today, Saturday? Show prepping on a Saturday? Every day. I want to see what I see with my own eyes, like watching this man who pretends to be a woman on CNN. I wanted to watch that and say, what do I see with my eyes? I see a man pretending. What do other people see? A trans woman. Unable to see that he is the lie. Oh, I can look at that man and say he's a man. And then looking at this, the point that CNN thinks they're making, they're not making. I'm seeing a point about drug use. I'm seeing a point about unrestrained drug use. I'm seeing a thing about fried brains. I'm seeing something that shows me fatherhood matters. I'm seeing a thing that indicates to me family matters. I'm seeing something that indicates to me that living in God's law and with God's plan on how true parent matters. That's what I'm seeing. He's a Mormon? Well, again, you can call yourself non-binary. Mitt Romney can call himself a Mormon, and look what he does. Anyone can call themselves anything these days. There's a second clip of this guy, and he talks about violence. This is from News 8, CBS Colorado. I praised him for violent behavior really early. I said it works, it's, in, it's instant, and, it, and you'll get immediate results. And you'll always give you ones you're good at fighting. Had you taught him more tolerance, let me no. be direct. Do you think, uh, you know, it, he would have been more tolerant of gay people, apparently. I think that my anti-gay, anti-schmatic, they call conservative writing of a conservative extraordinaire, and I've been very vocal about that. It was, I support Randy Lapel, her, her grandfather. I love Randy Lapel. He's a good American, hopefully he'll be president someday. Um, Randy who? Uh, Randy Lapel. Oh, Randy. Randy. That's a good man right there. That's a that's the best man for the job. Mm -hmm. uh, it was okay to be gay. You know, it's like he says, it's like it's cool to be gay. It's not. I think it's not cool at all. I think it's um. My, my opinion about gays is it's just not okay. People should stand up against homosexuality. And when he's talking about Randy Vopel, he's talking about a Colorado politician who supports President Trump. 
He's not going to be president. He isn't on anybody's roadmap. That man does not live in reality. If he thinks that his this, this grandpa is going to be president. And of course, they're going to draw this guy out for all they can get from him. And he likes being on camera. To me, that's self-evident. In my judgment, the man wants to be on TV. Just consuming what I consume with my own eyes. Not doing the research I would normally do into this guy because I wanted to just have the experiment. What is the experience of this? Consuming it like a victim of the Mockingbird media. But then again, I'm not a victim of the Mockingbird media. I do not spend my time having this stuff fed to me. And so I'm watching a broken man who, in my judgment, has a brain utterly destroyed by drugs, in my judgment, talking about his son, who is utterly destroyed, who is beyond broken and has now permanently ruined lives and taken lives. And their concern is that this guy is against practicing homosexuality. Well, he also is fried. I am also against the practice of homosexuality. I'm against the practice of sleeping around as a straight person. I'm against adultery within a marriage. I'm against people who would engage in adultery even if they're not married if they went well if they were to get between a man and a wife and theft and coveting but i've never been fried by drugs thank god excuse for the colorado murderer or alleged murderer no evidence that a society around him fell apart. And of course, they can't wrap the narrative around the guy. But non-binary expressions are broken. Entertaining mental illness, pretending that Natalie is a woman, is broken. It's brain-breaking. See, that guy appears to me to be fried by drugs. What's the excuse of the CNN producers? Ideology, coolism, pharma running CNN. What's their excuse? The shooter in the, the case of Walmart in Chesapeake, Chesapeake, Virginia. I'm not seeing his picture bantied about. It's in the foreign press. Uh, it's in the Daily Mail. And it's pretty angry looking picture. I'm just going to guess here. I'm going to take the wildest guess that he did not have a functional family. I'm going to take a wild guess that ends. I know. Oh, you're racist because you're saying he didn't have a dad in the family. No, I'm just respecting the math. That's in a 
breaking and crumbling culture that is being broken and crumbled. First of all, because the enemy hates the family. Satan hates the family. Secondly, because so many in academia and media and government love the things that Satan loves. They do. That the sad math would be that it's smart money bets that this guy did not have a functioning family. But there's two other clips that I think just really bring this home. One is from Jenna Ellis, and the media describes her as a Trump lawyer. And she was talking about the shooting, pardon me, the murders in Colorado. We don't, well, I guess we say stabbings. I don't like to say shooting or shooter because it puts the focus on the inanimate object versus the person, the broken person, the sinful person. But Jenna Ellis was talking about the five victims in the Colorado Springs shooting. And I want you to hear how she says this. And I want you to hear how the Mockingbirds are portraying it. Because I think Jenna Ellis says something important here. But I want you to see, after, after you hear it, first I want you to emotionally respond to how she says it. And then let's see, let's see what you think of my analysis of that and, and how I see it. Because it's certainly clear how the Mockingbirds want people to see it, want their victims to see it. So I went out, um, oh man, if you haven't done this, let me suggest it to you. I did it, I did it three times uh, this weekend. And, no, pardon me, I did it twice. Uh, young friend of mine who is a physical specimen like you wouldn't believe, um, he invited a bunch of us to go soak in Coeur d'Alene Lake. And first day we did it at 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, the other day we did it at 10 o'clock in the morning. And I did it at 6 a.m. And uh, that was, was it 6 or 7? I can't recall now, but it was early. And I just got out of bed, drove there. That was easier. And Coraline Lake is cold right now. It's, well, I mean, it's snowing. And it was, I think it was about 16 degrees in the air when we went into the water. Um, on uh, earlier, and then the second day it was probably, no, it was 32 degrees. And we soaked for like five minutes, on, not underwater, but our shoulders under the water. Everything, I mean, everything, just our heads out of the water. And I popped out of the water. <laughs> I was freezing and shaking, and I had with me a cup of the bone frog. And I had it in my favorite tumbler. It's so tragic because I, my, my, my favorite coffee shack, they, they can't get out of their coffee contract. They would love to serve bone frog coffee. But oh my goodness, if you've not done this, just piping hot black bone frog coffee getting out of a soak in a cold winter lake like that blew my mind as to how good this is. Because it's like, you know, it's like a, having a palate refresher. We want these guys to have a great, big, huge, huge Christmas because, man, are they ramping up. And every time they do this at bonefrog.us, 
10% of the proceeds, Tim Cruikshank, um, the founder, CEO of Bonefrog Coffee, he's committed to 10% of the proceeds going to support the families of fallen Navy SEALs. Why? Because Tim is a Navy SEAL. 25-year Navy veteran and Navy SEAL, and it means everything to him. So you don't have to go get in the cold lake and soak like I did because it's insane, although it felt great. And by the way, it produces brown fat in your body, which is the beneficial fat. You don't have to do that. You can just go to bonefrog.us. You get it in K-cup. You can get it in um, French press, drip. I'm going to buy one of those old coffee machines that has a percolator. I miss percolating coffee. That was Christmas to me because it had that little percolating window at the top and that sound. I'm going to do that. It's bonefrog.us. You get 5% off subscription. Delivery of your coffee, bonefrog.us. Jenna Ellis uh, was, was speaking here about the um, the shooting in in Colorado, the the murders in Colorado, and she's making a point about the Christian faith. And I just I, I want to have you hear this cold, uh, like I did. Even more tragic than untimely yes. death is that the five people who were killed in the nightclub that night, there is no evidence at all that they were Christians. And so assuming right. that they were not, that they had not accepted the truth of the gospel of Christ and affirmed Jesus Christ as the Lord of their life, they are now reaping the consequences of having eternal damnation. And that is far, far greater. And we should be having that conversation instead yes. of just the tragedy of what happened to the body. We need to be talking about what happened to the soul and the fact that they are now in eternal separation from our Lord yes. and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that, that conversation is what should happen. And that is what people should fear genuinely, yes. not what anyone can do, do to the body, but ultimately what happens to us in eternity. It's so hard for people to hear that who have same-sex attracted relatives or children it's so hard uh, for parents of people who were killed to hear that. And it's true. And it's also true of this murderer. Unless he repents. And we didn't make the rules. And God made those rules. Why? He made us in his image. Satan hated us because God made us in his image. He has called us through the words in the Bible, his masterpiece or masterwork. He has pursued us since the garden to come home. He sent his son after us, his only begotten son after us, to convince us to come home and to not stray from him. What he presents to us, he presents to us because he knows what the alternative does to us. 
the alternative parenting plan of this alleged shooter, alleged murderer in Colorado, his alternative parenting plan and style, it's broken. And his kid is shattered. And unless he repents, he'll join those people in separation from God. I appreciate Jenna speaking truth. And I'm struck by how she says it's sad. And she wants us to grieve for that. And I make no judgment because I don't know Jenna Ellis a bit. Never met her. But what about being sad? That five souls have been separated from God. What about feeling sadness? I don't see any sadness in that father, that dad, that torn up wreck of a man who walked his own path, had his own plans for his own desires, and now his son does this. Not every, thank God Almighty, not every young person whose dad is a mess turns out to be a mess, often not. But God has a recipe for things. He has design because he's our designer. And so he makes these rules because he would like the creations he made in his image to do well. Don't you feel that way about your kids? You want them to do well. So Jenna Ellis speaks an important truth and and yet I want to feel the sadness from her. We, with people who are same-sex attracted, have been put in this box where we, we are said to hate them because of their behaviors. And at the same time, they've been put in a box where their behavior is what they are. It's a perfect setup. If we do not sponsor the behavior, we deny their existence. And so they're drawn to places like Club Q. Um, one other piece of audio, and it's this guy, David Zurin, Edge Sports. And man, he's so edgy. He's talking about Qatar and soccer. And this is the conversation on MSNBC, and this is what the victims of MSNBC heard. Um, you write this um, for MSNBC. We can express solidarity with the LGBTQ community of Qatar and express solidarity with the women and migrant laborers who died while helping Qatar look presentable for this World Cup and link Qatar's oppressive laws to a broader international trend toward right-wing authoritarianism that currently stalks the United States. We must start seeing these revengeous movements as global. That means our movement must be global as well. Um, I, I agree with everything you write here. How did it come to be that we are lifting up the opposite? We are lifting up Qatar. You, you know, I, I'm reminded strongly of, of the period during the Cold War where the U.S. was lecturing about human rights 
to the Eastern Bloc. And the response was always, how are you lecturing us? Look at Selma. Look at Jim Crow. Mm. That was always the battle between the human rights of, of foreign policy and then the realities at home when people point out hypocrisies. And in this particular case, it's so important to shine a light on what life is like for LGBTQ people in Qatar. But it's also important to say that in our country, I mean, the, the, the broadcast that you've done so far that is you know, re- really moving about uh, Colorado Springs or the laws against the inclusion of trans children in our society or, or the fact that we have children's hospitals in this country that are scared to open their doors for fear of bomb threats. I mean, all of mm-hmm. this needs to be part of our assessment of what's going on in Qatar because we're dealing with similar trends at home. And if anybody says to what I'm saying, well, Qatar is a state actor in the U.S., it's more small scale terrorism. I think that's incredibly naive. I'm going to say something else to you, Bubba. Here's what I'm going to say, David Zirin. You have no grasp on reality. You are a spiritual captive, brother. And I don't even think you're my brother right now. David Zirin, you are a spiritual captive. There were no bomb threats at Boston Children's Hospital. Not one. How do we know? Because Matt Walsh's team did a public document request. Never happened. Police have no record. There is no effort to exclude, ban little children who your network has conned into believing they have no sex. Who's been conned into believing that the body they see does not exist or does not belong on them when in fact it is them. You are spiritually captive. You are a man living in a mental hell. Pardon my language. There's no effort to ban kids confused about their sex or conned about their sex from anything other than allowing them to force their mental illness upon others. That's the effort. We don't want the mental illness to spread. And we'd like it to be out of these children. This evil out of these children. And in terms of how LGBTQ so-called T people are treated here, they own the country. Men who pretend to be women have gained access to, to forcing women to concur. I'm sorry to repeat material, but you have men who have raped women now living in women's prisons where they can rape women. And the women are told, well, that couldn't have happened because that's a woman. They run the country. The White House is imposing this stuff with our money. Imposing the transgender lie on other countries with our money. There is no sweep of right-wing authoritarianism. 
the sweep is now at the point of destroying families. The cultural revolution is here. It's home. And that man has no grip on anything actually happening. It is. He's on TV. I'll give him that. David Zirin with Edge of Sports is on TV. This brings to mind something. I mentioned earlier that I was on this uh, hike. So let me tell you a little bit of the story because it really revealed something to me. I had a couple of, I had three experiences in short order in the past about 10 days that really revealed some spiritual things to me I want to share with you. The current injury, (laughs) my silly little gracilis injury came from doing something called a weighted lunge. And it had been sore for a very, very long time in that area. And I had not paid attention to it. I didn't learn a stinking thing after my shoulder injury. I didn't learn a thing. That at my age, pain sometimes does mean, hey, go get something checked out. It never used to mean that. It used to mean, roll it out. Get the lacrosse ball in there. And so I didn't, and I didn't really emphasize it to my coach that that was happening. I felt a click, a snap, and oops, something broke. And it's okay. It's not a surgical thing. It's an annoying thing. It's a very common thing. And in fact, it was healing up, and we just said, hey, turn in the corner, going back into normal training. Said that on a Thursday, on a Saturday, got up early with my friends, and we went up to the top of a mountain together. Not a high mountain, but to the top of one. And, and we each had 70 to 75 pounds on our back. And like a fool, I didn't wear my ice cleats. But you know what? I made it up fine. We got up to the top of the mountain together and we had a great, great just time with God. And we came down. And it came down fine. Cleats or no cleats came down fine. And then my mouth got to wagon. And my mouth got to yabbering. And I was gossiping, which God hates gossip. And I was mocking. God doesn't like us to mock others. I was doing both. And man, I was on a tear. I was just a monologue, baby. And as I was doing that, whoosh, Left leg, the one I lunged with, went out in front of me. I did the full splits, 70, 75 pounds on my back. And I felt a tear, but worse this time. And I said to my friend, who also happens to be my physical therapist, I tore it, tore. And it tore. And now inside my, my leg is a huge purple splotch. Never had that before. Pretty cool looking. I was mocking. This weekend, I was not mocking. I had the honor to go down and and shovel snow for my neighbors. Sweetest people. I joke around that they're the uh, the mayors of our neighborhood, of of our housing, our HOA up here in the mountains. And they're older than me. They're, as I say, dear sweet people. And I was shoveling their walk from their driveway to the back of their house. And I ended up standing on utter sheet ice 
I couldn't see it. It was invisible, but it was sheet ice, not a bit of traction. I started to fall the same way with the same leg. I had nothing to hold me but the snow shovel handle. But my foot stopped. It just stopped. And I thought, since it had stopped, I thought, oh, the ice stops here. And I, 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 I turned around to walk back. Nope, the ice doesn't stop there. It's slick as snot. I didn't fall. I had to be careful getting off of that, but I didn't fall. My foot stopped. And I see this as God saying, all right, you're doing more of what I'd like to see you doing, and you're not mocking people, and you're not gossiping. I'll stop your foot for you. See that? See that? That's how I saw it. So clear. But isn't the topic our country? Isn't that the topic? And the brokenness of our society, isn't that the topic? And the mockingbirds and how they are utter spiritual captives, isn't that the topic? And how they think they're making points by putting a man on who thinks he is a woman, saying, oh, that other man can't be a woman, only I can because my hair is parted in the middle. Am I mocking again? Isn't that the point? It is. But then something else happened. When we went uh, to go soak in the lake, and my friend Matt said, the first 30 seconds is the hardest. You get past that, you're fine. And walked down into the water, and I just decided I'm not going to make any drama. I'm just going to walk in. I've been in cold water before. Maybe not like this. We, were, we did not have to break ice to get into the water. There was that. We had that advantage of not having to crush ice to get into the water. But went in, duck, ducked underwater up to my neck. And at about the 25, 30 second point, everything in my body said, get out. My head said, get out. My chest was tight. All these endorphins, get out of the water. I just about got out. In fact, a, a brother was with us there. He said, oh, I'm done. And it just, oh, he, he got out. I didn't get out. And then the pain stopped. And then the yeah, endorphins and yes, the blood flow <laughs> changed. And the design of God, the design of God took over. All right, you either can't or won't get out but you can take a lot more than you thought you could. There's a whole, man, whole bunch of tools I've built for you. Whole lot of things. You're not going to die instantly. I'm going to help you. And in our country, we're not going to die instantly. God is anxious to help us. But there's a cost his way he will help us his way his timing and there's a catch he expects us to help others and there's a bigger catch for me personally I'm looking at the face of this guy David Zirin edge of sports and the Lord has helped me look at him with great sadness I feel the same sadness for that man 
as I do for that broken dad, as I do for the people who were murdered. Because in point of fact, when you are that far away from the truth, you can't help but be that far away from God. It's a tough order that we have. God did not come and say, the Lord Jesus did not say, join me and it'll be super easy. (laughs) Nope. He didn't. You're going to be, you're going to be persecuted, prosecuted in my name. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and know that just like, just like God turned it on for me in the ice water, God is there to turn it on for you. Have you been to your knees and asked him?